We're good. All right. Welcome to, <laughs> all right, that's, what, that's what we're doing this episode. Welcome to Eighth Entrepreneurs. I'm Adam. All right, this is Drew. I'm pretty excited about today. I'm so stoked. We've got so many so many new things happening here. Everything. Everything is new. First of all, I want to say shout out to all of you guys watching, you guys and girls watching out there. We have live going on Facebook. We have four different camera angles going. We got uh, one there. Two. Three. Four. So. Five, six. Oh, yeah. If you count the lives, we got five, six. Seven, That's eight. Insane. It's full, great. Full lighting. Yeah. Full, full lighting. studio lighting. Right. So lots of upgrades. Sorry. Sorry. I, I want to say gotta, thank gotta, you to you, work. to everybody that uh, listened and watched last week. We had a thousand views on the podcast video. That's wow. a first for us. That's a, un, unreal. Yeah. Like I was impressed. I was like, I found myself almost like wow when three people. Started watching yep. you know, to say a thousand people. That's that's how I felt. So that was it's really exciting. We appreciate you so much. We also went from uh, eighteen listeners per episode to twenty four per average. So we had twelve episodes. Obviously, that was like seventy plays this past not even week. So it's definitely the most we've had as the podcast. And we really want to thank you, the listener out there, because and watcher. If you're watching on Facebook, shout out to you. If you're watching on YouTube or IGTV or listening to it on your favorite podcast channel, make sure you subscribe. Do a five star review for us too, because that'll help us reach even more people. If it's good, if if we suck, go ahead and give us one. Give us a one star we'll review, under, we'll but, but don't give up on listening back. to us because maybe we could change that one star yeah. to a five let star. Let us eventually. let us know what you think is really let us good help you or really bad about our podcast so that we can. Only good. Don't tell me that. I'm just. I'm just kidding. Totally just kidding. But uh, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, well, yeah. Well, not so much. I mean, it's only been a couple of days since we last spoke. But last time I did mention that I was in a toss-up between what I really wanted to do and what mm-hmm. I kind of thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I ended up making a decision whether or not I wanted to move to a forty-hour position where I'd make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Or and walk really us through the stick. whole thing when you when you tell us this too, like from walking in the building to the interview to everything. How did it go? Uh, the interview went great, All right? So uh, I actually it was with a gentleman that I know very well, and he uh, he's he runs the runs the show. So I walk in there. It's the the building is beautiful, like five star. It almost looks like Google headquarters. Where like this this company has a lot of money. I walk in. And he shows me like this whole manufacturing plant they're making like uh, uh, parts to put into people's bones like if they their Damn. knees fail or whatever mm-hmm. you get like a fake prosthetic they they're making those and manufacturing them so we hmm. we walk in we we see this cafeteria it's buzzing with like good energy everything's renovated there's glass and silver and it's beautiful and we go up to the the main area and this is what um, He's in charge of, and he's in charge of kind of like making anchors mm-hmm. to the to screw inside bone and the whole the whole thing, <clears throat> testing sutures and things like that. So the interview went great. It was a really great um, walkthrough. He did a, a great job with a great company. Um, but I just had this this feeling of like claustrophobia. 
you know, where I kind of went back in in time and remembered where where I was at mm-hmm. in forty hours per week. Yep. I just couldn't do it. And I, I kind of figured it was going to happen. That I way. mean, I didn't make up my mind in, during the interview. I kind of, I really thought hard, long and hard about it, and I ended up deciding like uh, it was just something inside in my gut saying, "Nah, not yet, not yet. Eventually, you might have to, but at this very moment, it's not being forced." So, I'm deciding to uh, decided to hold off on getting a full time job. So and really pursuing other things. Explain to the people that might not know what you mean by you felt claustrophobic. Well, the thing is, like, if if you're an entrepreneur or an artist or a, a creative, um, not saying that I'm either of those. Uh, but, he is. But what happens is like you you just know that you can't do whatever it is that you're doing. You can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no matter what it is, like I think I think I've told this before, but I'll, I'll recap again. I remember like I've had a lot of jobs, like starting from when I was sixteen, and I'd go in and it would be cool. It'd be cool for uh, a month, two months, but at some point I'd realize, oh man, I feel like I like going into this job. Mm-hmm. It's like this is killing me. Every single day, I'm like I'd get like sick. I wouldn't be able to sleep well. It's just not fun. And then eventually you realize, okay, you put the blame on the current job. You're like, it's not, it's, maybe if I do this job, maybe if it's something more related to my field, I'll be happier, mm-hmm. right? So I'd do that. I'd, I'd move from one job to a more specific job. And then same deal again and again and again. And this happened like four or five times until I finally hit a point where like, okay, once I graduate and get my degree in medical laboratory science, then I'll be happy mm-hmm. because this is this is so in touch with what I want to do. And then I get into that field. And I'm like, this is, I can't do this. And that's pretty much what told me. Mm-hmm. If it's not this, it's not that, it's not this, nothing. There's no job that I'm going to be able to take and be completely happy with. No amount of money a job can pay you. Yeah. No I mean, amount of for, benefits I mean, they can give you like that can make you not want to work for yourself. Yeah, I mean, the money is a good temporary mm-hmm. because, like, money, again, like I said last week, it's Needed. super important. Money is super important. What you can do with it after you save it, yep. store it away, that's really important. Or invest it in the but, stocks, something but like, like that. When you, yeah, or a house, yeah. or mm-hmm. opening a business, or paying employees, yeah. or, I mean, whatever the case may be. Even buying art during a recession. But, like, at the end of the day... You got to do something that you really love to do, and and that's really hard to do. How did you find out what you really love to do? Just same, kind of the same, you know. Years and years of just job after job that just felt like it wasn't gonna work out. Like it's it. I started working when I was fourteen. By the time I was seventeen, I probably worked more hours than most people do in their twenties and thirties. I was working two jobs and in high school, so I'd go to school till two o'clock work 3 to 9 or 10 p.m., depending on if they caught me. <laughs> yeah. Because I was under 18. And, uh, yeah, I'd, from there I I'd, I'd tried out a few different colleges and everything, and that didn't really work out either, and I'm still in a little bit of debt from it. Definitely not as much as you are. <laughs> it Thanks. was only about, <laughs> only about 9% of that debt, but I only went for a semester. Yeah. That's what's crazy about it. So I went for one semester. You finished seven smart. years, right? That's yeah, it took me a long time. I am not a smart student. That doesn't mean... 
Because that was one of the things. Remember, I told you to listen back on the podcast, and yeah. you said that I'm not. I'm not smart. I. It took me seven years, and to me, that doesn't tell me you're not smart. That tells me that school is just not your thing. It wasn't. It it's wasn't just not your thing. thing. It's not and for some thing. people, like me. Personally, I can't stand school. I just can't learn sitting down, being in a classroom, being taught the same thing as thousands of other people. It's that route learning that just doesn't doesn't mesh with, yeah. with Not you. Not a fan. But like you know what? There's so many people that like that works. Yep. And they like that a lot. Yep. I am so uh, envious because that is such a a solid yeah solid pathway. Yeah, it, it, it sucks though, because like, <clears throat> people like us, part of being an entrepreneur, I feel like, is kind of seeing uh, that quality in people that might not see it in themselves, yeah, you know? Totally. Like, I have friends who I think are extremely, extremely talented and could do something on their own, but it's the most scary thing in the fucking world, so we can't, we can't take that risk, right? And that's what most people think. Yeah. People like us just, for some reason, like, we don't just dip our toe in. We're just like, cannonball! <laughs> it's just, right. I, don't, I don't, it's 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 a very hard line because, like, I feel like uh, the, the typical nine to five people might not understand and they might kind of think that we're talking down to them or something. Yeah, it's not the case at and all. It's not at all. Like, we all have our grinds. We have our ways to make money and support our families. You know, that's, that's the most important thing is supporting yourself, supporting your family, you know, and do what you gotta do if you gotta be a stripper hey more power to you right if that's what you love to do strip go strip, get naked hey go do it show a nipple you know, so, you know actually uh, I kinda had an epiphany this weekend you know like every once in a while you'll have those moments where you just like something, something clicks. clicks and it's like I've never realized uh, this before but I for me found the the secret to discipline Hmm. And I found it within the roots of meditation. Hmm. So what I've been really doing lately, I've been doing a lot of like uh, physical activity, but I've also been doing heavy cold training. Yeah, you've been telling me about that. So what I what I did, uh, what I found out this past weekend was, I woke up, and the second I woke up, I registered that I didn't want to go in the cold. Right, because you're warm. You're in bed. You got mm-hmm. the comforter, and you're so comfortable. Yep. Like you don't even want to get out of bed because it's cold in the room. So the first thing I did was I registered that I don't want to do it. And now you move on, just like in meditation. Yeah. Where you kind of like, mm. okay, you hear this sound, you focus on it, you you notice it, you let it go. It move was on. the same thing. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this, but get up anyway. So I got up, and then. I just started thinking, like, okay, what are what are the steps that I need to do in order to go do that? So, stripped down, stepped into a pair of board shorts, not even thinking about it, just doing it, just doing it. Step, step, step. I went down my stairs, opened the slider door, closed it behind me. Felt cold because I went. I was outside. It was like eight in the morning. It was probably like forty degrees. I felt the cold. And moved on, right? So it is. It is super hard. You know, it is loopy. It sounds crazy because that is really hard. I was outside so, in jeans and a, and a hoodie, and I was still like, this is enough. Why am I not yeah, bad? Yeah, and like, the, that's okay. And like, the thing is, like, I kept going. I was like, next step, next step. Peel off the cover. I have a tub in my backyard. It's kind of like a trough that horses drink out of, and I have it filled with water. I peeled back the cover, and I chipped away at the ice. 
and I uh, I stuck a, a thermometer in 33 degrees, I think it was, and I'm like, okay, that's really cold. Don't think about it. Move on. And then you just keep going. Take lift one leg, place one leg in. It's cold. Realize it. Move on. And then before you know it, you went from being in bed to now being submerged up to your neck in ice water, screaming at eight in the morning. And but like the point is, it all boils down to discipline, right? So discipline is so hard. It's so hard to do things that you don't want to do because be I don't like to be cold. That's the hardest. <laughs> Nobody fucking, does. It is the hardest thing because that's one thing that can kill you. Yeah. Right. So if you, I mean, if yeah, you like, do how do that you long know enough, when your how do you know when your body's done? Like when you have to get out, you have to go and what do you, do you have to like hop into a hot shower after or like? Usually, what I'll do is like I've been doing this for so long that I kind of take my body temperature before and after and like during, so I kind of realized that I looked up some statistics and hypothermia is when your body reaches like 93 or something like that. So typically I stay around there or it might be 94 and then severe cases goes down to 92. Hmm. So I don't go past 93. So once I get to the point where like you, if I stop shivering, I know it's a problem. I'll go inside. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the If whole, I know I'm on the verge of dying, I might go inside. Yeah, like I know I'm in my backyard. I'm not I'm not in any real danger, yeah. you know. And I would rather be really close to being miserable and hypothermic outside my own yard than uh, six miles into the woods in New Hampshire on a mountain somewhere being like, I broke my leg, I can't keep myself warm. Oh shit, I'm glad I, at least I prepared for this somehow. Yeah. You know? And it's it's the discipline and it goes back to everything. Like strengthening yeah. everything. You've got good discipline, you can do anything. And mm -hmm. I, that's what I realized is you just do it. You don't think about it. Oh, look, Sean Bryan's watching. Let's go. What's going on, Sean? So, yeah, that was my little my little click this weekend. It was nice. Nice. Well, I'm going to end the live video so that we can read the questions. Because we got... I put a status up today. This is a new thing that AA for Entrepreneurs is doing. We are uh, going to have you guys send in your questions to us so we can answer them. We are not, you know, the, the gurus of anything. We are not, you know, we haven't been doing this forever. You know, we're pretty new entrepreneurs. Uh, we're schmucks. We're schmucks. But gaining somebody else's insight might be able to help you. So if, uh, this almost makes me not want to end the live just so, just in case somebody has a question. Just email it to us. If you have a question. Yeah. A for entrepreneurs at gmail.com. Or at a for entrepreneurs at Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, that's what I meant. Or DM us DM on us. Instagram. Look, there's so many uh, ways you can reach out to let us. Let me end this live video real quick so that way I yeah. can... So one thing I realized with the... When you have to hold the camera... So I, I was doing the live IG version. And when you have to hold the camera, I mean, that really takes away from your mental effort. 75 people to, watch that. That's amazing. I appreciate the 75 who watched the, the live stream. You guys are incredible, and we literally, we would be that tree in the forest that falls and no one's around to hear it if yep. it wasn't for you guys. Yep. So couldn't appreciate it more. Round of applause for you guys. <laughs> oh, that sound quality, though. Oh, that's going to hurt somebody's ear in their loudspeakers. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So the first question comes from my longtime friend and music partner, Casher. He asks... Can a business survive today without social media? What do you think? I think that it, yes, 
I think it can definitely survive without social media. Will it thrive? I don't, I don't think it can thrive without social media. I think social media is really important. But I definitely think it can survive. I mean, it might struggle. Like, um, let me, what, do you, what do you think? I'm going to think of examples. But. Um, good, because that actually leads to, to my thought. I think it depends on what kind of business you're running. If uh, you are running anything that involves sales, you're probably going to fail without social media. True, false? I'd say, yeah, I'd okay. say that's, that's really... Um, if you're running some kind of restaurant where you have... Um, I think there's a restaurant in Boston called, like, Hole in the Wall or something like that, and it's not really advertised online. It's just one of those places where everybody knows where it is. Yeah. And things like that can work because it's kind of like a niche thing. Okay. Where, like, you have a specialty restaurant and only word of mouth people know about it and it's in a hidden place like uh-huh. there's other places where you can hike through like a cave into a restaurant and stuff like that like yeah that's really <clears throat> cool like even i even think like social media would help that it I would think. Like, but the secrecy is sur- part of yeah, like the thing it would you know? survive like that actually reminds me i don't know where this place is it might be in washington dc but there's a a place where you go into like a convenience store like a hmm. uh not a boutique but like a it's a bodega. Bodega is the word I was looking for. Yeah. So you go into this bodega and you kind of like press a few buttons on a, on the Coke bottle machine. Yep. The vending machine. And then it opens a door and you go inside that door and they sell like high-end sneakers. Like nobody really knows about it. Yep. It's super secret. Yep. So they don't. They definitely don't have a Facebook page or a social media. And they and might be knockoff sneakers, so be careful when you go into that bodega. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I don't even know where it is. <clears throat> it's super secret. It's probably well, New York, like, though. Um, Bodegas are in New York, then. It's got to... Yeah, it must be New York. But there's got to be... I, I think maybe, like, landscaping businesses and stuff like that could survive without social media. But obviously, like, again, back to your point, they, they'll they thrive much more if you just embrace social media. Yeah. Embrace it for I what know, it actually, is. Actually, I went through a whole list of uh, local businesses this morning. I actually made a huge list. And... A lot of them don't have social media. So yep. like they have a Facebook page, but they haven't been on it since 2012. Yep. And they're surviving. They've yep. been alive. Yep. But again, like... It, Those are the people we need to like help. That's what I'm saying. they need to understand that in order to get their business to the next spot, they need social media. Hey, Kasher, great, great question. Great question. sound like <laughs> Roger Rabbit. So yeah, what's the, um, what's the second question? All right, next question is I'll have you read it sure okay what is it that makes entrepreneurship so appealing to you too and where do you recommend a new entrepreneur start and that was asked by uh, Brian Saunders owner of Pinewood Camp Lodge and Carver um, so what is it that drives us to being entrepreneurs I think it's the macro it's knowing that at the end of my life Mm -hmm. 70 years old or whenever they make retirement age by the time we get there i'm not going to be happy if i'd spent it working for somebody else my whole life i'm probably going to have limited money in my old age because of it and i'm probably going to have a laundry list full of regrets yeah and that's a lot of what I learned just talking to older people. 
You know, Gary talks about that all the time. Like, go into a nursing home and talk to one, talk to these yeah, old people and gain some that. perspective. And I have worked at nursing homes, and I've seen the regret, and I've seen the other people that are on the other side of regret never had a job, and they were super fucking happy, and it's awesome. But that's, you know, my why. And I want to be able to build something that I can hand down. You know, like very good point. Yeah, a legacy. A legacy. You know, I want my kids to be able to work for my company, and I mean, if if they don't do good, you get fired. But hopefully, they'll be able to, you know, yeah, no grab seven, the helm. No seventh place. Trophies. Yeah, no, so no seventh place trophies on my team. You win first, or you get like a all right, you did okay getting second, but you didn't win. What can we do to win? So, how exactly was the the question framed again? It was uh, what is it that attracts you to to being an entrepreneur and okay, I got it. yeah so or I what makes it so appealing same thing though I think it's the inability to do anything else mm. so you just get this feeling that like I'm lit I feel like I'm being irradiated if you're at a job and you like this is just no like kind of like what we what I touched on earlier is that you're you're in this space and you're like I can't do this and you try mm-hmm. something else can't do this can't do this can't do this then you, you just realize there's no other option it's not it's not even like maybe maybe it's like there's, there's literally no other option and it's we, like so vibrant so this this interview that you had with this job that would have paid you more than you've ever gotten paid in your life was was, was this <laughs> was this kind of what solidified like really 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 let you know that this is your journey like this is your path no i've always knew it like this this job, if I had taken it, it was only going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. Like it was from the beginning, it was only going to be temporary. But I just wanted to have a, a builder, a, a bigger base yep. of cash in which I could lean on, if you will, or use if the economy went to shit. But I'm like, that would be so hard. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Even, yeah, no. No, I'd rather just hustle it out and grind until I can figure it out. And what was the second part? What would What would you recommend? Where do you recommend a new entrepreneur starts? I, I recommend if someone who thinks that they're an entrepreneur or wants to be an entrepreneur, I recommend you start doing something you absolutely hate. Because when you, if you're doing something that you absolutely hate, it's, that's all it's going to need for you to light the fire. For you to be like, this is the this is the worst. I never want to do anything like this ever again. And then that'll point you in the right direction. And you keep doing that. I hate this. I hate this. Try something else. Don't be afraid to try something else. It's super important. I uh, yeah. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say do things you hate. Maybe I wouldn't word it that way. But the way I would word it is, uh, try a bunch of things that make you uncomfortable. Like, try new things that you probably thought you would never try ever, like podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think I would ever get back into, like, radio and podcasting and stuff like that, you know? And I never really thought I would ever really be starting, like, a media company. Like, Hundred Zone started as just a studio. I mean, it was a lot more than just a studio in the sense that we were able to mix, master, record, engineer, do green screen, music videos, everything. Everything, multi. But... Like, now it's evolved so much past that where we don't need a physical location yet. In the future, hopefully that will be coming. But 
I never thought I'd be doing like any of the things I'm doing, to be honest. Yeah. Thinking yeah. back to two years ago when I moved back to Massachusetts to be with my son more. Mm-hmm. I'm working at T-Mobile, a regional position at T-Mobile at 26 years old. I thought I was just going to be chilling. Like, I was still working on business stuff because I can't... I feel like I'm, like, I suffocate if I don't work on my own business stuff. But at the same token, I was like, you know, I'm making really good money here. I'm just going to chill. My job is literally to help build business, but with T-Mobile as my backer. Right. That was the experience. Yeah. That was, like, AT&T and T-Mobile was, like, the huge experience for me, like, just learning how to business build. But then also the experience of knowing that I could climb to almost the tippity-top of the ladder and still not be happy. Like, that's a realization in itself, you know? So, for, for an entrepreneur, what I would say is make yourself uncomfortable and don't be scared to work yourself to the fucking bone. Because I remember when I was working for AT&T, I would literally work 9.30 to 7.30... Uh, if not later, if I had a customer that came in the store, I'm staying to finish that sale to get the sale, you know? For sure. And then after that, I'm going to the studio. And, you know, I didn't have clients always, but then sometimes I'd go to the studio 8 to 1 and then wake up and do it again. Like, yeah. And then I got to, then, you know, I I would, the next day, instead of working with the, with the client, I'd be going home to mix and master their stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Or a casher would be mixing and mastering their Dude, stuff. Dude, it's like, all day. Literally. It's all day. All day. And... Like, Casher says all the time, like, you know, I, I respect your hustle with being an entrepreneur. I don't know how you do it, but, <laughs> like, I respect that yeah. shit because I like coming home and just shutting off. Yeah, some people do. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, definitely. So how would you guys, viewers, how would you answer that question? Yeah. Actually, how would you answer any, either one both of, of those questions? The first question was, do you think a business can survive without social media? And then the other question, well, I guess, so we'll take out the first part of the second question because that was directed towards us, but, well. Directed towards yourself. Yeah. So if you are an entrepreneur, what drive, what uh, attracts you to being an entrepreneur and where do you think entrepreneurs should start? Step one, let us know in the comments of wherever you're watching if you're listening on the podcast, go to uh, either Instagram or, or email us or something. Send in these questions. Next podcast, we'll answer uh, the, the listeners' questions. Not while you're driving. <laughs> wait wait till you stop. Yeah. 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 Do that. You, or use voice to text or something. Don't text and drive. Yes. Bad, bad, bad. You know what I was thinking the other day? Um, what was I thinking the other day? Completely lost it. Maybe subconsciously I, I decided that I didn't want to say it. Hmm. So my brain said, nope, shut up, I forgot. Could be. Were you going to talk about that? No, I was going to talk about, oh, oh, so you know how, like, distracted driving, right? Like, you can't even go on your phone to change a song. Real quick, two seconds. You can't do it. That's distracted driving, get pulled over. However, they put up billboards that people can look at as they drive by. Same thing. Or how about cops? <laughs> yeah. You drive by them <laughs> and, and they've got a laptop. Like, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking Twitch streaming right now. <laughs> like, like, some of the older ones are still on AIM. Oh, man. 
Oh, the AIM and the other cops. Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah. No, that's that's just crazy, man. I've seen, actually, I've seen a fair share of, of cops on their phones texting. Yeah, it happens. All the time. It's a shame. I mean, no, I'm not going to incriminate myself. I can't do that. Yeah, um, don't do it. Don't text and drive. I'll just... Yeah, email us after. Email that's us after. That's the best. Or send us... Like a video on Instagram that in our cool. in our DMs. That yeah. would be cool to see these people. If you're watching, like we don't even know most of you that are watching. Like we probably know like five out of our like twenty five listeners that are listening every week. So if you're checking us out, let us know. We wanna know if we suck. We wanna know if we're good. Five stars if we're good. No stars yeah. if we're bad. <laughs> oh man. Um what was I about to say? I'm not sure what's what's going on for the next week. Do you have any uh, any big goals? Um. So I unfortunately had a spider mite outbreak. Oh, those bastards! They are definitely bastards. If you grow cannabis at all, you know how much of a bitch spider mites are. They suck. So how ladybugs? Um. Uh, it's just indoors, and you know, I just don't know, man. I just. I could see a ladybug infestation happening. <laughs> That'd be a good thing, right? I mean, I like ladybugs. I don't know how. I think they're nice. Oh, they don't bite. Feel. I don't think. Courtney said her father supposedly got bit by one, but I, I don't, I, I don't believe it, man. I've, I've had a ton laying on me, and I've never had them bite me. I've never had one. I always like hold them. Yeah, I've held multiple ones. Like we bought a pack of them, and they're crawling all over me and shit, flying everywhere. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I bombed one of my rooms. Uh-huh. In the process of deep cleaning that and bombing one of my other rooms. And it's making it tough because now the room that I bombed, I can't go to if I go to the room that isn't bombed. Yeah, that makes sense. So I have to either plan to go there first or not go there at all. And it's been complicating my week, my my weeks yeah, quite it's a bit. Yeah, like that extra step. Yeah. Until I get it back on cycle and everything's running again and... So, I should be up and running by, uh, I was going to say by Friday, but I forgot that Thursday's Thanksgiving, so... Already. Yeah, and I'll probably have my son Friday all day, so I won't get to work Friday, and so this weekend's going to be, like, I I take Owen weekends off when I see my son, that's like the only time I get off. (laughs) So, um, man, now I'm kind of like, damn. Um, so now my cycles will be back in place by next Friday. <laughs> so I guess that's all right. What's the date on that? Like December 3rd or some shit. Oh, not even December yet. That's November 30th. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we got some time. Yep. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, I am releasing a talk with Dr. Grimspoon, Grinspoon, sorry, I keep just, I keep, uh, mispronouncing his name. My cat's coming out and he's going to freak out. <laughs> Hi, baby. So when are you going to release that? Uh, I'm waiting for, I, I filmed it for Cannabis Growers Association and I released it on my Facebook and they made a little stink about it. Like, this should be on our Facebook. And I'm like, I guess I understand where you're coming from. So I guess I'll just delete it. I already had 200 plays on it, which was kind of disappointing because that was only like three hours. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out now how I can like release it to get even more than that. Because now 200 was cool, but it would be cool to get like 1,000 in three hours. Sure. And he's one of the, 
you know, well, bigger known doctors, at least in the area, uh, especially for cannabis, especially for cannabis. He is an author too. Like he wrote a book cause he was, he was addicted to opiates right. and okay. as a doctor, he talks about how hard that is. Like it's very easily accessible, but if you have an issue, how can you tell someone because you're going to lose your doctor's license if you get caught? Like, it's, it's like one of those things where you just got to kind of, like, deal with it. Right. Like, on your own. And it's it's kind of like if you if you have a, a gun license, and you're like, I just want to talk to a therapist. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with, like, anything violent or anything, yep. but, but you can't because they'll take your gun license yeah. away. So that's you got to, like, just keep it keep it in. That's awful. Like, and that, and that goes, that's a, that's a whole different topic for a whole other podcast. The issues of mental health that we have in this country. Yeah, it's a it's, But we're talking about business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man. So, what what new things do you have planned that you're working on the next week? Um, so, actually, last week or or the week before last. Pause. <laughs> uh, my one of my business partners and I shot a video commercial, our first one at Striking Beauties. Mm. And two days ago, that was released by Striking Beauties, and it it ended up doing really well. Zach Zach deserves all the credit because he's the videographer, right? So he did all the all the editing and he took all the shots. But the statistics that we're seeing from that commercial is unbelievable. Hmm. So. The current project that I'm working on now is to gather a list of local businesses and then somehow visit them and kind of show them the statistics from this video and see who else we can help around the area and kind of offer that multimedia, social media marketing hmm. assistance. So that's, Sounds familiar. Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the current project in... Uh, I'm just really excited to to keep watching the statistics. So how many people this. have actually clicked from the ad? Because when you said um, it to me, I think two had. Uh, way more than that. Um, I mean, that was like, I think what six hours after it happened. Like it's getting that screenshot you sent me. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so I don't remember the numbers at this moment, mm. but it's doing like better than anything else. That. Uh, Striking Beauties has posted, so that's that's the current project, and uh, just kind of seeing, seeing how everything goes step by step. I've been really focusing on building my discipline. Mm. So actually, this morning, I ended up uh, real getting into calisthenics again. So building up uh, strength, and uh, like muscle definition. So I I did that. I did, worked my front lever. Mm-hmm. So front levers is interesting because it's when you hold onto a bar like this and then you kind of make your body go like a lever mm-hmm. and kind of go straight and that just works your core and, and your back. And so I did that for an hour, trained there. And then I was I was pooped. And then um, and then I did a, I tried hot yoga for the first time like an hour ago. So my body is just destroyed. I feel like I got hit by a bus. Did uh did a few miles of running the day before, and then again keeping up with my my cold training. I'm probably gonna do another cold bath when I get home tonight. I wish I had time for anything physical. I think like it's so important. Working out. Dude. If I didn't have time, I'd make time because it's just 
the thing is, like with things like that, anything that you're working disciplined, and you know this, is that once you get like a mini win, like a uh, one success, it kind of like you're just riding the rest of that day of like good vibes. So you kind of like you feel like a win. So you get that small win, and then you carry that on, and then you make another win, and then another win, and like you really don't want to do it, but you do it anyway, and that just it snowballs, right? Mm. It cascades, and you're just always feeling good. If I had access to a gym all the time and didn't have to pay for it or work there, I would probably work out a lot more. Yeah. I just don't. I So for me, Planet Fitness sucks. Yes. Even like the Y is overran. It used to be like really nice going to the Y and you pay yeah. a little extra. Now it's like I feel like I'd have to pay like $50, $60 for like a good membership that isn't overrun with a bunch of people yeah. and has like stuff I want to do because like when I worked out heavy... I would go for, like, three hours at a time, and I would play basketball, and then I would work, like, for, like, an hour, and then I'd work out for, like, an hour, and then I'd go sit in the steam room for, like, an hour and just yeah, stretch out. Yeah, that's the best. And, like, I was, like, my soreness would just dissipate so quick because I'm sitting there, like, in the steam room, Stretching, you know, like, yeah. right after. So I, that that goes into, like, discipline and everything. and uh, Purging the toxins. Except I don't know how disciplined I was because I used to leave the gym. This is back when I smoked cigarettes. I used to leave the gym and just, as I'm walking out the door, just... Light up. My friend's like, how the fuck are you doing that? All right. Hey, Pan. You want to come on cam? Yeah, so the thing is, like, actually, this this works. If you're... If someone is watching right now that doesn't have a gym membership and they want to work out and they can't, but they can't afford a gym membership or they just, like, it's just not... Fees where they don't live near a gym, outside. Cool. If I if I didn't have uh, my family didn't own a gym, then I would be doing everything outside. I mean, most of the time I do things outside anyway. But like, if you find a, a local park, most of the time they'll have a pull up bar, mm. and then like there's hills, there's a road you can run on. Right find now, a though, hill you can hike up. I couldn't run outside. I'm all set. I yeah. hate cold. I just can't do cold because it's, it's really hard. Yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with my body temperature being lower. Like, my normal body temperature is, like, 96. Like, if I was to take, if, use a thermometer right this second, my, my yeah. temperature would probably be, like, somewhere between 95.8 and 96.3. It's uh, weird. That's low. Yeah, so when I have, when I'm at, like, 98.5, I have a fever. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, it's all, like, uh, I think it's all in your in the head. Mm. Because you're saying, this is miserable, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. That's a constant loop in your head. It's just a matter of shutting that loop down and being like, I don't hate this. Just I try do to it. think of a Aruba do and it doesn't work. Just, no, no, you can't because you're still thinking about, I wish I was warm, right? You gotta just mute it and just deal with it. Hold your breath because the urge to breathe will be stronger because that will kill you sooner. The whole, the whole reason why the cold is, is miserable is because it will kill you quickly. But not being able to breathe, i.e. holding your breath, that will kill you faster. So in your head, it takes precedence. So that's mm. one that's one way to kind of defeat the cold. And then you just become, you find like joy in it, over overcoming it, getting colder than the cold, and it just drives you. At least it, at least it does for me. It's just it's empowering. I love the cold. I am so thankful that I live in an area that gets cold. Not me, man. Throw me in San Diego forever. You'll be good. I'll You'll be, be good. happy. See, everybody's different. Yeah. 
I still and blame it on blood thinners. Like, my, my body's been screwed up ever since they threw me on blood thinners for a blood clot in my lung. Yeah, that's terrifying. Haven't been the same since, literally, 10 years later. Still not the same. Worse, probably. Every year, every winter is, like, worse and worse. Colorado wasn't as bad. Colorado, like, because of the humidity. I feel like the humidity even, it, it, it makes it less cold. Because it's not, like, just going through all your layers. You can layer up in Colorado. Here, shit just goes right through me. Like, I just, I can, like, walk up the stairs and feel the draft. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you just hate cold. it. hate yeah. it so much. I like extreme heat, too. Yeah. Because that's miserable. That's just as bad. I, I don't even... I, I love misery. So, I, I lived in Arizona, and there would be, like, 125 degree days in the summer. But no humidity. It'd be dry, so it'd be manageable, right? It was fine. It'd be like a sauna. I would literally take 125 degrees in Arizona... Over 85 here. And humid. This, heavy. This it's humidity like... is nuts here. Like, nuts. It's... You can't even sweat. No, your sweat sweats. Yeah, your sweat <laughs> is useless because, like, it's not evaporating, so it's not even cooling you down. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else, if I had anything else on the topic list. Oh, uh, the Token Dead, who we have interviewed once. I interviewed myself as well for Sensi Magazine. Uh, they are doing a giveaway on a bong right now, and normally I wouldn't put this up, but this bong is fucking epic. If you guys look at our page, and actually I'll post this on the Instagram for AA for Entrepreneurs, because I don't think I did, did I post the picture of the, the big no. red bong? Okay, that was my own Instagram. So on AA for Entrepreneurs, I'll post that on that Instagram, uh, showing you guys what old red looks like. It's like a six foot tall red bong with metal spikes coming it's out of it monster. someone recreated a little mini version out of glass and it's freaking epic looking that's so cool it's dude. so epic so actually i'll uh i'll post up old red and i'll post up the uh the contest with it in the post so you and guys another see thing that. those those guys are on fire they just released uh their first novel so that's that's out right now too. and you missed it so they kind of kept this under wraps and love you ben don't tell me secret information and I won't leak it out. It's not actually secret, but so they uh still token is actually like a publishing thing that they wanted to get going, which is why okay. they called it still token. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Um So this they started a publishing company. They've had it basically. Okay. And they just released their first comic that isn't token dead. Very interesting. I'll figure out what it's called right now cuz he just posted it up. But yeah, they've been super, fire. super grinding, dude. Like, they, uh, they're actually, right now, they're at the Burn Gallery doing a meet and greet. It's some something up in Vermont. They're doing another show, Traders, it's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, see, that's all red. Yeah. Look at that thing. Beauty. Beauty. What a beautiful piece. Where the heck did this, this comic go? That's okay. We can, we'll we can figure it out. tag it later. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, make a token dead that's, post. That's amazing. That. They're making moves. Yeah. I love seeing that entrepreneurial blood shine. Yeah, and and those those guys, they've really freaking like inspired me to go super hard and that uh, anything is possible and they really think it's some cool ideas to make uh Comic Cons better. Because Comic Cons like anything when you have too many of them, they start to go stale, right? You gotta make it more fun or else people will just stop going. Like yeah, the appeal of going to see comics and stuff like that is cool and then once in a while you get a celebrity in there that you like but you got to innovate and come up with ideas and the ideas that they're coming up with 
are freaking crazy, dude. And it's really bothering me that I can't find it, so I'm just going to give up. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Oh, we need to set up interviews. Yeah, we got to get a, get some more interviews later. We'll talk. Definitely, because I've had people waiting We've for months. We've got people reaching out. We've had people waiting for months and months, but I think both of us are kind of waiting to get to this point. Where, and now, where now we were, where we are, just a schmuck with a phone. <laughs> yeah, we're now we can bring this set up and look legit, and we are legit. And yeah, we're getting, I mean, we're getting high quality footage, audio, and and video, so it's actually something that is is value. nice to nice to and see. It looks nice great for look them at. too, you know. One of one of our one of my it's not really a regret, but something we have to I think go back and fix is to re-interview uh, Grossmart. Because sure. they didn't get the privilege of having the video because we had a bunch of failures that day. Yeah. Unfortunately, Man, we took I can't some wait to, to talk to talk, Token Dead again. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to We're going to, we'll definitely it's talk been, to them. It's been some time. And then uh, I'm, I'm looking, next week's, I'm honestly looking to set up with Mr. Instagram. That's who I would like to get on. So, Polly? Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I'm trying to talk to him. I'm trying to bribe him with some dinner. So he'll come here and... Uh, have some dinner with us. Cool. And uh, then we could podcast. Yeah, dinner party be Friendsgiving. Yeah, it's like Friendsgiving. A little late on Cyber Monday. <laughs> That's all right. That's all good. Um, besides that, as usual, follow us on Instagram at A for Entrepreneurs and at what did Adam say? Just drew it with a one. And uh, please, please, please leave us some feedback on this. We're looking for any kind of feedback on how we can make this podcast better. A lot of what's going on here is is kind of feedback that we've gotten from listeners and watchers. And uh, thank you. Smash that subscribe button. Hell yeah. We'll talk to you guys later. Boo.